Digital acceleration is here. Health systems are walking the path, but are they in the right direction? Welcome to Patient Journey Pioneers, roadmaps from the top digital leaders in healthcare who share insights and strategies that are pushing the patient journey to new heights. This podcast is brought to you by Hiro, and I'm your host, Liat Kozuc. So welcome to our third and final special pre-vibe episode of Patient Journey Pioneers. This is part three of a three-part mini-series covering every aspect of one of the most important digital health events of the year. Today's Patient Journey Pioneer is Sarah Basie, EVP Chief Strategy and Digital Officer at Providence and the Vibe 2023 speaker. So Sarah, thanks for hopping on the pod. Are you excited for Vibe? I'm super excited and I'm looking forward to today's conversation too. Yay. Okay. So on Monday, um, which is day one of Expo Vibe, you're speaking alongside other digital health luminaries in a session titled Digital First, Live and Let Die, which I love these names. Tell us a bit about the session and what you hope will be the main takeaways for attendees. So, you know, I'll be joined by um, three other awesome uh, CDOs and we're really talking about how do you, uh, you know, how do you actually as a large incumbent start to um be a little bit more relevant in this world where folks have so many expectations that are digitally driven, on demand, you know, those kinds of things and all other aspects of our lives. And um, and digital first, or, you know, at least um, a big component of digital is um, is really relevant in all areas except for, for healthcare. And then as we talk about this sort of transformation roadmap for healthcare incumbents, like what does that actually mean? And how do you build an innovation-focused culture? Um, I So I think those types of things, you know, we've got some unique challenges as incumbents in healthcare that that um, some of the new entrants don't have, the, um, the insurance companies may not have because they've got different economics, you know, all of these kinds of, we're gonna explore, like what does it actually mean to make this transformation? Um, to be more customer centric, to be more affordable, you know, to, to like kind of wrap in all of those things that we're experiencing by applying technology in other aspects of our lives. But healthcare is a little bit slow to catch on. It is. And it has many barriers that kind of um, keep us from keeping up with other industries. And is this your first time at Vibe or were you there last year as well? This is going to be my first time at Vibe. So I'm looking forward to it. I, um, I was at Health um, this past year, but um, I'm I'm looking forward to Vive partly because it's got that health system um, and sort of incumbent angle to it. Because you know we still deliver the most amount of care at scale across the um, across the country and frankly the world, you know, and um, and uh, it, we still play an important role in the ecosystem. So it's important to like uh, you can't really you know you can't really. Uh, change the game from the sidelines. Absolutely. What trend do you think we'll be seeing most of? Like maybe two or three trends that you're like, yeah, I'm definitely going to see them on the show floor at Vibe and the sessions. Well, you know, from a technology perspective, I think there's this general trend toward talking more and more about infrastructure um, and the big changes that we need to be making and investments we need to be making in healthcare infrastructure so that we don't rely on exclusively relatively old school, you know, monolithic technologies, but rather 
um, taking advantage of the power of the market. So, um, and the innovation that's out there and all these like great founders and, uh, uh, and you know, just great options that are emerging. So I think from a, from a technology standpoint, that's going to be a big theme. And then also, um, just sort of notions of like personalization. Personalization is huge in other industries and it's a really big part of, you know, our shopping experiences, our other experiences again. And we haven't really delivered on that. Um, there are some technological limitations that have been in place in the past and, you know, they're starting to kind of, um, we're starting to wade through a lot of those. So that's great. Um, but, uh, and so I think, you know, this notion of personalization, we call it identity driven engagement. That's how we view the problem um, space within Providence. So um, so I think um, those will be a couple themes that uh, that will that we'll see. And then convergence of, of different spaces, you know, like with, um, of course, like, you know, we've lived through now like a flock of black swans over the last few years. Right. We never expected so many changes um and so many once in a generation like um events um but i think we'll start seeing industry convergence or like segment convergence or you know product convergence in um in certain areas and so lots of companies coming together to solve problems with um more efficiently or simply because you know we can't just you know some of them just can't stand alone anymore and so um right so that's another thing i think we'll see Okay, excited to look forward to that. Now, speaking of trends, I think you, um, first of all, thank God we have someone like you on the forefront, kind of keeping track of all these digital demands and, and having Providence really keep up with those in many innovative ways. Um, this kind of leads me to a term that you're coining, um, the digital healthcare flywheel. So the flywheel is a well-known and widely practiced strategy in the world of business and commerce. But I wonder, you know, if you could explain to me and the audience how it can be applied to healthcare and more specifically to patients. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about the flywheel and there's different levels of it too. So there's like a business kind of flywheel, which is the concept of like, what are the different, in, what's the internally coherent story for your business and all the pieces that kind of work together in order to make it a really, a truly great company, right? Like that's one version of the flywheel. Um, mutually reinforcing pieces of the same, you know, kind of strategy. Um this, another version of it is this flywheel that you're referencing, which is um, what keeps customers coming back over and over because you have something really high value to um, to offer them. And that is the concept that we're working on within the context of digital, which is um, there is a way to engage with your with your patients, with your consumers, with your users in general to keep them coming back for more and more um, and not just consuming more under a fee-for-service environment, right? Like that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is building that relationship so that as you, um, within the context of healthcare, as you need something or if you have questions or if you, you know, are wondering like, hey, am I sick or not? Or like, you know, I know I'm sick, I need to go get care or I have other services and products that I engage with, like just kind of going back like over and over, right? And so, um, so that's the concept that we've been working on within the context of digital. And um, and we haven't had that in healthcare for a number of reasons. There are actually regulatory reasons why you can't, like, for instance, offer loyalty programs in the traditional sense um, in healthcare. But more fundamentally than that, we typically only engage with folks on a transactional or episodic basis, right? There really isn't that treatment of a person as a whole 
person um, and looking at the full breadth of their needs, building out an ecosystem that addresses the full breadth of those needs and doing it on an, a personalized um, uh, in a personalized manner rather than on sort of like a cohort driven or persona driven manner. And so um, all of those things have been kind of uh, barriers in the past. But going back to our infrastructure point, we're getting as we get some of that technical chassis in place for how you can actually do that, it'll make a big difference. Um, then you can build programs and services on top. And then all of those things together can function as bringing a, a flywheel together. So that the, the key is just make things relevant and useful to people. It's really not a mystery, right? And then they'll want to come back. And um, we just haven't done that because um, we only apply it in very uh, narrow scenarios when folks are sick or injured. And when the the idea is to extend that beyond those um, beyond those sort of very narrow um, situations. So I assume Providence is uh, really on its way to creating this type of approach. Um, how are you turning this into reality today? And what other digital innovations are going on? If you could let us in on some inside scoop um, over at Providence for better patient experiences. The idea of identity-driven engagement is going to be the technical ch uh, chassis for that. And so it's this notion of understanding who a user is, right, by by their identity around you know them as a whole person. Again, so it's identity, it's the account creation around that person, it's the connectivity of data and experiences and products and services around that person, and the integration around that, um, uh, around a profile for an individual that drives, that's the first piece. The second piece is, okay, use those things to light up individual experiences across channels, web, mobile, in um, targeted outreach, etc. Um, this is, and it's again, not to drive consumption, it's to drive um, appropriate utilization of the health-related, not just healthcare-related, but health-related content, services, programs, products, et cetera. Um, the third piece is you don't want to just keep it um, limited to the um, things that we serve um, the system as from a Providence standpoint, like from a we serve because we can't do everything nor should we do everything there may be other partners that are better suited and so um connecting having integrations into that full breadth of other um products and services out there is a third component and then the fourth is know what you're getting out of all of that right and we have this concept that we've been talking a lot about i mean others use this concept as well around uh roadie return on digital investment right that's a really important thing and that's been one of the big challenges of digital health is demonstrating value um to the user to the um to the system to the ecosystem and so that's the big you know we're building that technical chassis and then we can layer a lot of other products and services on top of that so that's one big body of work around identity driven engagement Another body of work is, um, and these two things go very ha um, close hand in hand together closely, uh, which is around navigation. Um, we often make it very difficult for uh, patients to kind of make their way around and their, uh, you know, healthcare is extremely complex. We expose them to all sorts of complexity on the back end, like just the whole, like, think about the, you know, um, bill payment process and like insurance and all of that, like the financial side of so complex and it's like how the heck is a person supposed to know um you know even i i can't read it an eob um you know i i don't and i've been in healthcare for a long time so um so 
anyway, so we're working on a navigation platform that is actually based on, um, uh, it's uh, got kind of a, a, we have a large language model and a conversational element to it. So folks can ask us questions in real life. Um, and then we can, we can understand, you know, based on our language models, what is the question that they're actually asking? And then, and then guide them to the workflows that will help them get their task completed. So that's another big body of work that we're working on. And of course, these two live very close. These two kind of big um, product areas live um, together and um, and they're all multi-channel and they live, you know, so our, um, our uh, navigation platform, for instance, lives on all of our digital channels as well. So those are some of the things that we're working on. So refreshing to hear how even you can't read like the whole bill payment process and you've been in healthcare for so long. Um, so it's refreshing to also see, you know, some latest innovations that are helping to simplify all these complex situations, especially when the patient is in his or her most vulnerable state, right? They're dealing with that exactly. vulnerable situations and it's like, let's make it easier. So um, again, as I said, thank God people like you are on the forefront who are so uh, conscious of, of the, the problems and the solutions. I heard you speaking on a Becker's uh, podcast episode about the beauty of bringing in partnerships and integrations and not having to reinvent the wheel. Sarah, I know you have a busy day ahead. Um, I guess my last question really is when I have you back here towards 5-2024 in a year from now, what do you think it is we'll be discussing as far as trends or something that, you know, you're predicting into the future? Well, you know, it's interesting and um, we're on the heels of the, the Monday following the um, uh, Silicon Valley Bank collapse and um, and I think we'll be having some, and you know, this is one incident, true. However, of course, there were other banks that were affected as well. And, um, but we talked about Black Swan events, right? A little bit. Um, uh, the view of the world is going to change. And these types of events that are major due to the digital connectivity, due to, um, our economic reliance on all this like sort of like global um uh, uh sort of view of everything and the interdependencies and the reliance on one another um i think what one of the things that we'll be talking about is just how do you actually um like what are we all doing in this kind of environment um and um they're um and I've been, I was actually talking with our CFO over the weekend and I was saying we should really have a point of view around how do you view innovation in this context, right? Um, and uh, and like Silicon Valley Bank in particular was a close partner of many um, startups in the uh, technology space, whether it was life sciences or software or what, what have you. Um, and so there's more of a direct impact. Um and then health systems get, ex you know, are exposed to the challenges associated with these types of events as well. Um, and so all these things are connected, right? And I think what we'll be talking about is um, how do you, how do you deal with all of it? And, um, and what, what we can, what we can talk about is it, and actually, like, you know, strategies often talked about, like, oh, making choices in uncertain environments and all this, like, fancy schmancy stuff. But really what it comes down to is what do you do um, based on the things that you know to be true, right? And the things that you just have to keep um, focused on, 
right? Like for instance, in healthcare, people are going to keep getting sick. We know there's going to be a huge um, silver wave. Um, we've been dealing with the beginning stages of it, but it's going to get really, really intense. We know that we're going to have a major workforce shortage that we already are experiencing. And in the next few years, they're going to be a 2 million shortage of nurses in this country alone. And so with all of these things that we know, then what do we do, right? Know, know to be true. Don't worry about the stuff that you can't predict. Um, you plan for it. You make your business as resilient as you possibly can. But don't try to like, you know, uh, I, I think that's a that's a fool's errand to some extent. And let's just let's focus to the extent that we can on the things that we do know. And so I think that's what we'll be talking about is what were the things that we knew? What did we do about it? And um, how are we, uh, you know, sort of accelerating the pace at which we do things about it in a more streamlined, focused way? I love it. Love it. Sarah, Providence is lucky to have you, really. I mean, when I say that. And I want to thank you for taking your time out of your busy day to join us on the final pre-vibe episode of Patient Journey Pioneers. Can't wait to catch you at Vibe and give you a hug. And for all our listeners headed to Nashville, I'd love to see you there too. I'll leave a link in the show notes to book a quick chat. And Sarah, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to seeing you at Vibe. Thank you for listening to Patient Journey Pioneers brought to you by Hiro. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. See you on our next episode.